you know, go through the school system. Uh, so that's my insurance uh, care system. And I'm um, chairman of the New Bedford Forward campaign. Okay. Let me have former city councilor uh, Victor Pinero. Uh, I'd like you to introduce yourself. Victor. Sure. Uh, Victor Pinero, also a lifelong New Bedford resident, uh, business owner as well, and senior New Bedford Luzo Auto Center. Um, and happy to be a member of the group New Bedford Forward to try to make Bedford better. And Rick Kidder from the Bedford Chamber of Commerce. Great, thank you very much. Rick Kidder, President and CEO of the South Coast Chamber, also the Bedford Area Chamber of Commerce, and uh, the treasurer of the campaign for New Bedford Forward, a New Bedford resident down in the South End. All right, so uh, we're going to use our, our informal um, uh, process that we use for our editorial boards here, and uh, I give the uh, platform to you to, to start off with, and as questions occur to us, we'll, we'll ask them. Uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit more about your campaign? You know, it's, everyone knows about it, but the, it's been a surprisingly quiet campaign um, uh, for election season. So tell us about it and, you know, why this is a good idea for the city. Well, I think the first thing is the rationale for the campaign. Uh, when you look at our city and you look at the two-year mayoral terms, in a strong mayor system, one of the challenges that you have is that virtually all of the things that a mayor has to deal with on an ongoing basis are really long-term in nature. And if you're looking to find uh, immediate success in year one, you're suddenly running in year two. Uh, and it really promotes short-term thinking. Uh, we really believe that the office of the mayor should be one that can allow for long-term thinking, long-term planning, long-term success. I'd love to tell you that most of the challenges that we have as a community are light switch challenges. You just walk in, sit in the office, flip the switch, and it, and it happens. It doesn't happen that way. But when you look at economic development for our community, which we're particularly interested in, when you look at uh, employment in, in our city, these are cyclical things that happen over long periods of time. And it really takes a mayor with a consistent playing field for the business community to feel comfortable and to understand that we are... I'm going to be working with that same person for a period of time. Uh, for us, I think it makes a tremendous amount of sense. I think for the, for the citizens, it also makes a tremendous amount of sense uh, because our mayor is our leader of not only our schools, but our leader of our city. Uh, we have long-term issues like our streets. We have long-term issues like getting rid of old lead pipes. Those aren't going to happen in two years. But one mayor may be able to get the funding and get that in, get that in motion, so that we can over a four year period actually see some successes against which we can measure our mayors. So is that how this group started? Uh, are you a business led group? You're speaking from the business community, or is it broader than that? I think it's broader than that. Uh, the the group kind of came together around the concept, and I think people came at it from different perspectives. Uh, I know, Christian, as a business owner, it was something that was important to you for me as a business organization. It was something that was important to me. Victor, you wore a lot of hats, having been a member of the city council, seen that in action, and also a business owner. So what's your take? Well, I to echo really what Rick said, not to repeat it, but it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, the politics of an election, or electoral politics, are very challenging and very demanding. Um, and for the CEO of the city, a corporation, if you will, the size of what the city is, um, to have to manage all of the things he or she has in the air and to prepare and, and run an election basically a year and a half after he or she is, is elected 
uh, it, it's it's a big challenge. It's a big, it's a it's a distraction from the policy that this person may be may be trying to to, to implement. Um, certainly, the politics of an election are good. It holds the folks to holds the folks to their feet to the fire, and, and that's when people can can really uh, voice voice their opinion with he or she in the position of mayor is doing a good job and when they want them to to, to repeat. But the, the position being what it is, um, the intensity of it, uh, from a perspective of policy and governance, if you can eliminate that process in the midterm and have this individual serve and be able to implement their plan, I think you have better governance in the, in, in the end. Uh, having served on the city council for six years, um, you, you see, you've seen issues that gets distracted or, or derailed for a bit because it is an election and we don't want to take up this controversial issue, we'll do it right after the election. But that's the nature of the beast. Um, and if you can extract that for, 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 for the midterm, I think you have better policy at the executive position, certainly in the city council, absolutely not. The positions are not even closely related in terms of responsibility to the executive office of the city. Uh, but in terms of governance, I think it just it creates a better atmosphere within which that person can conduct. I believe 18 other communities uh, in Massachusetts have already gone this way, uh, all the way alphabetically from Boston and Braintree down to Weymouth. Um, and and there are all of those cities are, are well, most of them, the, the, the larger of the bunch, uh, with tremendous financial responsibilities. Uh, I think it, it may also help um, attract uh, candidates for mayor that might be more willing to leave a, a private sector position uh, if they know they have this, this longest stretch to implement a plan and, and a vision um, without having to come to the, to the electorate every two years. I think we could all agree that if the mayor had to be elected every year, that would be insanity. Uh, well, two years. That was the case at one time. Yeah, it's uh, two years is not that far from one year. Uh, so it, it, I think it, it's just really a positive thing from a policy perspective. And this is a very subjective issue. I mean, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. There isn't black or white. Um, but I, I think it's, the, the, the positives, I believe, um, far away the negatives. Victor, when you were in the council, did you uh, see any occasions where, um, in a two-year cycle, the council was able to delay a mayor, you know, and just tie up an issue in committee and just not deal with it for, uh, 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 you know, trying to run the, the clock out to see if they got a different mayor or a different position? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure about actually targeting a targeting the mayor, but uh, there were experiences where there were issues that were going to be hot button issues that. Uh, it was well preferred that if we could deal with this one after the after the cycle. So um, I, I, don't, I don't recall uh, any any experience where there was something specifically trying to uh, manipulate a mayoral election by introducing an issue or holding an issue back. But but but, but certainly there, there, there was there is that jockey. I mean, you see it at the local level, you see it at the state level, you certainly see it at the federal level um, where there's that jockeying because of the, the pressure of the electoral politics. It was more that you have to go back into the electoral politics so quickly that the window is short to get anything done. But it's an interesting point. Do you think that this, uh, if, if it does pass and there's four years, that it will shift the city council and mayoral relationship? 
you know, it's interesting. If you kind of look at it from the perspective of the state legislature and the governor, so the two-year, four-year thing in that context, I think all of us have seen that um, election year budgets have a tendency to look different from those that are not election year. Uh, where, where you've got legislators who are kind of looking to bring on the bacon and quite frankly it may not be sustainable and the governor is often forced in the position of the nine sea cuts and being, and, and being the bad guy and this constant game is being played. Uh, where I think we're lucky here is that the, the, the budget is actually derived in the city from the executive branch to the city council and it, and it uh, gives an opportunity for that give and take away from that particular problem. Uh, in uh, in New Bedford, I think I think the biggest issues that we have, as I've mentioned before, are kind of long term issues, and those issues uh, deserve a mayor who can give it its full attention for a a three and a half year period, as opposed to a one and a half year period. Uh, no one can no one can doubt that there is always a period of time that will be, for lack of a better term, the election silly season that will always exist. Yet at the same time, I think it's also important that if you've got somebody whose eye is on the ball for, for three and a half years before the election season begins, you're going to have a chance of better policy. And that's what we're looking for. What? Excuse me. Uh, Andy Tom sorry, I'm the online editor. I came in a little later. So uh, what about the, the notion of transparency? One thing that election does is it brings issues out in the forefront into the public for debate. And the... the the scenario that you described with the four-year term says you know, the mayor and the executive office would be working diligently on problems, but probably not bringing them out into the uh, into the public eye as much as they would during an election year. Um, I think actually the opposite could be the case. Um, when there are challenges in the community and you know that you're able to see, see them through, you're actually more likely to bring them out to the public as opposed to look like you're the candidate who's kind of, or the, the person who's kind of dumping them onto the public with no way, with no way of solving them. You might actually want to keep them more closely held if, if around the corner almost every, every other year is an election. Instead, if there are real challenges, you actually have an opportunity to air them and work their way through them in that, in that period of time instead of the reverse. I think that an opponent would bring things up and open and open up the, uh, the avenues of criticism and then further debate. That's what you guys do. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and keep in mind also that you would still have a city council election. Uh, yes. And the, the city council, I'm sure there are members who are always more ready, more willing and ready to highlight mm -hmm. uh, whatever may may or not be going on in the corner office. It's not that they're liking. So I mean, the, the person will still be held with the feet to the fire by the, the legislative branch of the city government, which is the city council. Right. Um, Christian, why is a businessman? I mean, you know, you obviously, you're in business, you don't want to alienate one side or the other. So sure. why would you put yourself on the line to get involved with something like this? Well, for me, when, when, anytime I get involved with politics, I'm doing it, honestly, for, for the better of the people and for the city and the budget. That's where my heart is. Um, I can have my business in Boston and be triple. Um, but um, for me, I love the city of New Bedford. I, I decided that I'm building my foundation here, I'm keeping my company here, my kids are going through the public school system, and this is something I truly believe in. Um, for me, it's pretty simple, it's, it's time. Um, I, I don't know what I would do if I had to run my business, worry about if someone's gonna take my position um, every two years. That would basically take me, every, every two years it would take away time, which is very valuable. Um, 
especially for a mayor, and um, have to worry about your position every two years. You're, you're taken away from the goals, your goals of, um, and, and for two years, to have goals to try to get those accomplished. You know, after year one, you're, you're, you're already worried about running again. Um, so for me, it's, you know, the biggest thing was time. Um, a mayor, especially a new mayor, getting involved, um, you know, it takes a year to learn the municipal government. Um, it, it takes a year to, to take a look at the, the budget. Um, and this isn't, you know, 50, 60 million dollars we're talking about. This is a big city. We are a big city. Um, and we're talking about a budget, 360 million dollar budget. Uh, how long do you think that takes to, to learn that budget? I know it, it takes, you'll be lucky if it takes, takes you know, at least a year. Um, and then he has to worry about running again. So that whole first year, you know, he's probably not even focusing on the goals, which is why we, the people, elected the mayor. So for me, it, I think it's pretty simple. Is um, you know, we're going to vote somebody in, we're having the trust in that person, give them the four years, let them focus on his goals. Let him take a year to learn the government, another year, um, <coughs> you know, work on the budget. The last two years, he can work on his goals. And he can streamline that through without being interfered by anybody. Um, I think that's that's what we need. Um, I think for longevity of the city, um, I think it'll be, the, it'll be the best benefit. And also, um, you know, since I think I look back in history since John Mackey, the only other mayor that didn't have more than four years, I think, was Ryan Lawler. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, but these are all mayors which we reelected. But if we didn't have to reelect them, how much more would have they got, got done? You know, downtown may have been already redeveloped. We may be missing out on opportunities when we're causing the mayor to focus on reelection. It's just a waste of time to me. Um, and for me, time is very valuable. Um, not just time we're focusing on your job, but time away from your family as well. Um, anybody who runs a campaign, you know how much time it takes. From knocking on doors, from gathering a group of people, to holding signs, to fundraising, and so forth. It goes on and on. So, for me, like any decision I make in business, the pros way outweigh the cons of having a mayor for four terms. And that's why I'm supporting it, and I don't really look at anything else from a business perspective. If someone disagrees with me, it's, you know, I don't think it doesn't really matter. I'm here to what's better for the city and the benefit. I think it's important to note, too, Jack, that, um, <clears throat> that uh, this will not take effect this this term. That this will take effect for the election. So it doesn't affect this mayoral election at all. And I, I think you, you mentioned alienating one side or another. I, I don't see this as an alienating or a black and white divisive issue. And this group got together because we think this is like an idea that is better for New Bedford. Um, it's not a necessity. New Bedford has been surviving um, with the two-year terms. We think it's better. We think it's an improvement. So we hope that, of course, the folks vote for this. But I think our, our real motive was to bring this conversation um, in front of the voters in New Bedford and, and let's talk about this and then if, if, you, if you agree, we hope you'll agree and that you'll vote for it because you want New Bedford to be a better place. If you vote against it, then I hope you're voting against it because you think two years makes New Bedford a better place. But it's all about making New Bedford a better place. Absolutely. It's the, when it's not alienating anyone. I think it's also true from a company perspective, from a corporate viewpoint, as the, the mayor is the CEO. 
I don't know any company anywhere that does a two-year strategic plan. <laughs> you know, you, you work a lot further out than that, and there isn't any company that doesn't that when it's going through its strategic planning process doesn't look at the relationships that it has. And one of the things that that a mayor serving a two-year term. Uh, can't be assured that the relationships with the state, the relationships with the feds, all of whom really are players within our community, that those relationships remain intact. Uh, there are elections all over the place, and so they, there is the potential for change all over the place. Yet at the same time, knowing that you in the city have a chief executive who have built relationships with individuals and entities and agencies that are crucial to our success, is something that also I think is a tremendous asset for our community. Uh, so former Mayor Scott Lang, uh, who was originally in favor of the four-year proposal when he first ran for mayor, uh, after he served in office, said that he realized that you could get out of touch uh, with being with the public, with the people, if you um, have a four-year term. He's now done some videos, uh, <coughs> very vocal uh, against it. Um, uh, uh, has anyone talked to him about what, what, what are the, what are the um, uh, is it possible that he's this, 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 right that you know, you're just getting too, too much too disconnected from the public? I think as Victor said, this is one of those issues that um, where, where good people may differ uh, and well-intended people may differ on whether they think two years or four years is appropriate. This is not one of those good and evil kinds of, kinds of issues, thank goodness. Uh, but I think also um, Although I haven't had, a, had an opportunity to, to speak with Mayor Lang, uh, I think uh, even within it, within his own administration, I think there was a, a part of their planning process was in fact proposing the four year the four year term for mayor. Uh, I think when when you see the personality of the of the individual determines the connectedness to the community. I don't th you can you can have a disconnected mayor. In the first beginning, in the first three months of their serving, I don't think that sim that simply being mayor is in itself isolating, and I don't. And it, but it really depends upon the personality of the office holder, uh, and frankly, the commitment on the part of the office holder to stay connected to people. Uh, it is harder and harder the farther away you get from local. It's harder, for example, for our senators to maintain that connectivity because they spend so much of their time in Washington. Uh, but the reality is that's the nature of their job. If you're mayor of a city, the problems and the people of your city are in front of you all the time. You don't have a way, there's no place to hide. So I, I, I would respectfully disagree that a four-year term would create a disconnected environment. I, I, I agree as well. And um, I think it's, you know, accountability where the people are voting the mayor in Given them the four years, it's, it's it's another two years to let him let him accomplish his goals. Um, for a mayor to have to come out every two years to to get in front of the community, I mean, the mayor take a look at his schedule. Like, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I can imagine how many community events he goes to week, weekly. Um, and these are these are people groups that care about the community, people that are involved in the community. So to say he's gonna, you're not gonna see him for two years. I I, I did totally disagree with that. And I'm a big fan of uh, Mayor Lang as well, so but I'll have to disagree with him on this one. Um, just because I think having that extra time to get what the 
city needs is definitely more important than going around shaking hands with everybody every two years. And face it, no one would take the job for the money. So I think it's an interesting point that you make, Christian, that so many of the mayors have been reelected. So mm -hmm. it's not as if we've had a series of one-term only right. mayors. Most of the time they've gone through that process and been reelected. But I wondered if you're hearing any pushback about that fear that some people can get that we could get a bad mayor, and then are we stuck with them for a longer time? Yeah, so I mean, we talked, I mean, I'm not as, not as older as all the old uh, politicians in this area, but I've never seen a bad mayor where we have to get away for two years. But I think, you know, we talked about as a, as a, as a committee, maybe have, talking to the city council or possibly have a recall language and um, legislation for them to be able to, to act on that if the mayor you know, wasn't holding those responsibilities after year two. Um, so again, I think that's something certainly that we can look into. And as a campaign, you know, maybe that's something that we we look into after this hopefully gets approved. Was it a deliberate decision not to include recall in your proposal? Because I know we had a recall in Fall River recently. It was very divisive. Yes. But some would argue the city is still recovering uh, from it. Um, I'd, say, I'd say there was a conscious effort to make what we were putting forward deliberately simple. Uh, it, it wasn't a desire to... Uh, the, the more that you kind of add Christmas tree issues onto issues, the, the greater the opportunity is of, of creating new enemies. <laughs> In that process, so what we were looking to do was something that was actually fairly straightforward, direct, simple, uh, easy to understand, and people are knowing what they're getting. Uh, recall petition, recall provisions—that's uh, a significant change in the charter that really, uh, in many ways, I don't think should be subject necessarily to a political campaign as much as it's subject to a, a charter commission that really takes a look at that issue in depth. Um, and this is something that, that our, our issue is one that I think is important, but it's not one that requires that sort of depth of consideration and nuance that recall has. I came from an environment where recalls were kind of dime a dozen. They were easy to do. It was extraordinarily disruptive to the community. Uh, they almost never worked when they did work created such division and upheaval that it took months to repair. Uh, and quite frankly, the community probably would have been better off putting up with the individual who was to be recalled than they were in the upheaval that the recall caused. But where was that, Rick? Arizona? It was in Arizona, yes. It says it has a series of state statutes and city statutes that make recall actually remarkably easy. It doesn't take much to rise to the level of recall. I hate your suit. Recall you. <laughs> so what? Um, what is the campaigning that? I mean, we're very grateful you guys came in here this morning, but I'm wondering what other activities are on your uh, agenda for pushing this issue forward. Well, we just ordered and just received 250 yard signs that are in in my office at the moment. So if anybody would like a yard sign, we'd be more than happy uh, to provide them for you. Uh, we are probably not going to do much of a big media campaign. We are going to do our media kinds of stuff, do some radio interviews, talk talk with folks, uh, do a lot on Facebook, uh, which we've already started to do, uh, just to get the word out. And uh, I, I believe that this is an issue that because it is relatively straightforward, uh, this isn't a big money campaign that goes out and raises a lot of money and, and makes up people. 
uh, and sort of ram it down the throats of the voters. This is actually kind of more lucky than that. How, how much money did you raise? Uh, I think we're, um, let me see, my, my the bill for the signs was around $900, and I think I've raised about $900. <laughs> like we said, this is more about bringing a con the conversation to the folks and having the opportunity of uh, whether the voters want, want to see this change. Any feedback during very much? Well, in gathering the signatures, the, the feedback from my perspective was just tremendous. I, I'm going to say as high as 98%. Uh, uh, not only did they sign, but they signed enthusiastically. You know, yeah. Comments like this should have happened years ago, so on and so forth, makes a lot of sense. So, and we're not naive. <laughs> we know it's not, not going to be <clears throat> that strong. I believe this has been attempted once or twice before. You guys know the history of that. I don't know exactly. But, um, so, you know, we, we hope that folks will, uh, will, will read the, the the material that's out there, both for and again against, and just you know make a, an, an informed decision of what, how they want the, their future, the city to be governed in, in the future. We we think we obviously we're here because uh, we think it's a great idea. I have tremendous respect for Mayor Lang. Uh, I never served with him. I, I think he came on after I was gone, but I have worked with his administration on a variety of community projects, and um, nothing good things to say about him. Um, I, I get what he's saying, uh, but I think the risk of disconnectedness is relatively small compared to the upside of better policy and better, better governance. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think it weighs that, that, that heavily on the whole, the whole idea. You said up to 98% when you were gathering things, people were very enthusiastic. Yeah. Have you begun to get uh, experience pushback now? Uh, no. No. And we just started, you know, doing a little sponsors on social media. Uh, we have a Facebook page with Method Forward. And we're going to be looking in the next couple of weeks to begin community endorsements, which will have, you know, a picture of them with some quotes of why they're going to be supporting uh, Method Forward. So we'll be doing that. Of course, with social media, you, you get a lot more negativity than, than positivity, but uh, so we'll see. Uh, right now, it's been definitely more positive, and um, hopefully uh, we'll be knocking on some doors in the next couple weeks and doing just grassroots um, politics, hopefully to get this passed. I think we've noticed that about social media ourselves. Yes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And again, one of the other things that... that uh, people underestimate how challenging it is to go out and get 2,500 signatures. It is challenging to go out there and get those signatures. And uh, when you look at, at our elected officials, when, they're, when their signature count is minuscule compared to what it takes to do what we did, uh, we had a group of volunteers who worked astoundingly hard to get those to get those signatures. And it wasn't hard because people said no. It was hard because you had to you had to find somebody who was a registered voter in New Bedford and go where people mass. And we are fortunate we're a magnet for for people from all over the place. And not every place allows you to to be outside getting signatures. So we actually we need to work pretty hard at it. Uh, I have tremendous respect for anybody who collects signatures for anything. So uh, I applaud how motivated not only the the volunteers work, but how um, how 
amazing the people were that their willingness to sign. And you had to get those in by what? Well, you have to do that this summer. Is that? Yeah, we had to do that this summer. Just to, to clarify, they were due, I think, September seventh. Okay. Just to say it again, I think we have, but this uh, upcoming November seventh mayoral election will not be impacted. Clearly, no, it's, it's on the ballot for that day. Um, and then in two years, we will have another mayoral election. And at that point, if this question passes, it would be for a four-year term. That's correct. Okay. Right. That's correct. That's important too because I mean we have a lot of people on social media where you know if they're against you know mayor Mitchell they're like no they think it's for him you know it's, it's nothing to do with the current mayor like I said we're doing this for the better of the city um, although he would not be prohibited should he be reelected if he's re if he's he wanted to runs again but again two years absolutely. We're looking for support, so if anybody's in favor, absolutely reach out to us on Facebook, um, send a message, and we're looking for volunteers. Anything you can do to help us out, that would be great. Vote yes on the question on the ballot. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Beth.